If you had to choose only one tool to train your dog with, what would you pick? Would you pick food? What about a clicker? How about your dog's leash? What about an e-collar? What about toys? I'll tell you what I would pick. I would pick our trusted leash. Today I want to demonstrate and discuss why the leash is one of, if not the best dog training tools that you probably already own. Reason number one why the leash is the best dog training tool is the one everyone already uses it for, and that is safety and prevention. So our dogs naturally have a, a flea response, right? They want to run away from things. They, they, they don't want to always stick near you. They may, you know, as a puppy, they may be scared and want to run away. Or as a grown adult, they may want to run after things, right? So there's two ways there that our leash can help prevent harm coming to our dog. Um, the first one was running away, right? So we have a dog who wants to run after a squirrel a cat run, wants to run up to other humans, wants to just run away and, and be free and run and do whatever the heck they want to go do. You know, they want to go and smell all of the things out there in the world, get in the garbage, go play in the woods. But, you know, that's not really a good idea. That, that can lead to harm coming to our dog. You know, if they escape out the door, they could go and get hit by a car. That's very likely to happen, and it happens every day and our leash can help prevent that. The other way our leash helps prevent harm coming to our dog is by it helps prevent them from running towards things. So especially older dogs who are a little bit more reactive or problematic on the leash, they, they just wanna get to the object that they're trying to go after. So that what that looks like is if you're on your walk and you have a leash on and you should, they want to rush towards the squirrel. They want to chase it. They want to give chase. They want to rush towards the cat. They want to run up and jump on people. They want to run after children. They want to go after all of the things that are happening in the environment to interact with them, you know, either for fun. You know, if you have a happy-go-lucky dog, they want to be fun and playful, but it's still overexcitement. Or you might have the other end of the spectrum. You might have an overly aggressive dog who uh, really wants to fight that dog you're walking by. And having our dog on a leash can help prevent harm coming to, you know, our dog, of course, the cats and the squirrels and the other dogs and the other humans. Uh, so it really helps keep them safe by them getting themselves into trouble. So reason number two that our leash is one of the best training tools that we have is actually using it for active training. So using our tool to prevent our dog from running away or running towards things is not particularly active training and what i mean by that is you have gone out you've put the leash on and you're gonna do something to teach your dog something um let's use an example so i want to teach my dog sit so i have the leash and i clip it to their collar now there are as many choices in collars. It could be a, a regular um, flat buckle collar like this, which is what every dog 
almost everywhere has on all the time that has their name tags on it. It could be a training collar, like a prong collar or a martingale. It could even be a harness. It could be any of those tools. And they all have their purpose and they all can train and be used in, in different ways, but the leash is always attached to them. So by using the leash and us behind the leash, we can teach our dog a very specific training technique um, that I use here at Ace Dog Academy, and that is pressure on and pressure off. So many dogs come, and let's, let's use this as a representation here. They're at the end of this leash, and the leash is tight the whole time because they are just pulling, pulling, pulling. They're constantly trying to drag you around, okay? And if you want to think about it like this, you're at this end, the dog is at this end, you moving towards them is you, the human, yielding to leash pressure, okay? So no leash pressure, the leash gets tight, you move to release the pressure, okay? And that's your dog teaching you how to yield to leash pressure, okay? And during training, you can actually flip that on its head where the dog may tighten the leash, pull all the tension out, and try to get you to yield to leash pressure, but you don't. You actually pull leash pressure back. And essentially what you're teaching them is, when you go to, that end of the, when you go to the end of that leash, it gets tight, right? But I'm not gonna give in. What I'm gonna teach you to do is, you pull back, the human pulls back, the dog pulls, the dog comes back, and then they're slack. And then you're teaching them, hey, if you don't wanna have that pressure, you need to yield to leash pressure and give into it and come towards me and stick close to me. And so we use that training technique, yielding to leash pressure, using pressure on, this is pressure on, this is how you turn it off. Pressure on, this is how you turn it off, by coming back towards me. Now, that is valuable in our walk, right? We want our dog to have loose leash walking so they're not choking themselves, they're not pulling us towards dangerous things like cars or the, the dog that's losing its mind or, you know, our dog wants to fight the dog. We don't want any of that nonsense. And so that's yielding, teaching a dog to yield to leash pressure is super valuable on our walk. However, it is also valuable in a million other ways when we're trying to teach them so many other things. So a great example is you have a leash on your dog right, and you're standing up and it's on them and you want them to sit. So you're gonna teach them to yield to leash pressure by pulling upwards and it does not turn off until their bottom hits the ground, okay? And so what's gonna happen is, is they're gonna feel that leash pressure and go, I don't know what to do with this. And you are gonna use that leash as an extension of your arm to connect the dots of what your dog needs to do with their body, right? So your dog just doesn't naturally know how to, well, let me take that back. Dogs do sit naturally, right? They, they, they will sit without anyone teaching them. But we need to connect the dots between the word sit and their butt hitting the ground. And the best and easiest way to do that is leash pressure, okay? So we're gonna teach them, hey buddy, this leash pressure came on, how do you turn that off? Well, when your butt hits the ground, it turns off. And you do reps of that over and over and over. And very, very quickly, I'd say, typically less than like 20. Your dog in a, in a nice calm environment, like a training room, way different out in the real world. It's always much more distracting and, and 
harder and, and you have to train up to that um, but in in a small in a quiet environment with no distractions it, less than 20 reps of okay you're standing there upward leash pressure what what do I do and you have them set their butt on the ground you may need extra pressure by pushing down on their butt um, but basically you're connecting the dots between the word sit and this is what you need to do with your body. So think of it like a director in a movie saying action, okay? Your dog is the actor and you say sit, that's our action. What am I supposed to do? What's my line? Oh, my line is, oh, my butt hits the ground. And then you say cut. And so you get to say sit, butt hits the ground, good then the action is over. And very quickly your dog will learn leash pressure comes on when he says sit and it goes off when my butt hits the ground. So over time when you do more and more reps of that, your dog learns how to turn that off, right? They learn how to turn it off as soon as they feel it, their butt is hitting the ground, right? Because they're, they're trying to not have this turn on. And we're gonna use that to our advantage because dogs are great. Uh, Axel. <laughs> buddy i know you're out you're snoring dogs are great at predicting the pattern and so your dog if you do some reps will learn that sit means my butt hits the ground and then this doesn't even have to come on at all because they're trying to it looks like they're trying to beat the leash pressure and really all we've done is we've done a really good job of connecting the dots between the word or the sound i should say the really the sound because your dog doesn't understand words. They don't understand English. They only understand patterns, right? Sit. What do I do? Oh, my butt hits the ground. Oh, good. And that's when you get a reward, like a treat or a pat on the head, right? Um, and it's, and it's, it's a really great tool because it's simple. That concept, I've not found one human who doesn't get it right in less than 10 minutes, let's say. Very quickly, they understand, oh, I use the leash to kind of drive my dog around. Uh, I, I'm not overly familiar with horses, so I should probably not say this, but to me, it seems like reins on the horse, right? Or a steering wheel in a car. It is our direction for our dog's body and what to do with it. And if you teach them how to turn off that pressure, very quickly they understand anytime this pressure comes on, I'm doing something I shouldn't be or I'm not doing something I should do, I should be doing. And we can use that leash pressure to communicate to them, thus giving our arm an extension of, and you know, hey, you need to sit, here's the pressure, this is how you turn it off. And we get a dog who is very obedient and will start to sit without actually using any leash pressure. And then the leash pressure, you know, is a backup and it comes on when you need it because your dog is so distracted. But Training with a leash is very easy. Once you understand the concept of pressure on, action, pressure off, all right? And your dog gets that very quickly. Um, reason number three is probably our biggest, most, a little more complicated concept and it's leadership, okay? So how does using our leash with our dog lead us to leadership. Wow, what does that even look like in dog training? So I find moments of leadership when dogs are struggling, when they don't wanna go over something like a manhole cover or get into the car. Um, and you can use that lead or leash to teach them 
hey, you need to do it. You gotta do it. I know you're afraid, but your your fear is irrational. You you don't understand that nothing's gonna happen to you when you get into the car, or nothing is gonna happen to you. Harmful, nothing harmful is gonna happen to you when you walk over the manhole cover. I'm gonna use that leash to basically say, you gotta do it. And and it's not an, an adversarial way, like, you gotta do it. It's, you gotta do it because I need to connect the dots between you feeling like the world is gonna harm you all the time or this manhole cover is gonna bite you. <laughs> um, and the, connect the dots between that irrational fear and the rational one, which is, that wasn't so bad, nothing happened. And so you're, you're using the leash to basically pull your dog Right? Pull your dog over their struggles or through their struggles. And through that, we're going to build their confidence. And you're going to see, I, I, I see this all the time, the crate. A crate is a very common one. Even dogs who are crate trained come here with, into a new environment and, and kind of put on the brakes and fight about going into the crate. Well, I'm not going to yield. Leash is on. I'm not going to ever yield to that leash pressure. Your pulling is never going to get you out of the work. Right? I'm gonna use that leash pressure, and there's some techniques there, which are more complicated than this video allows, but I'm gonna basically, hey, you gotta get into to the crate. And every single time that that happens, um, there might be a five to 10 minute struggle at the beginning of that, but once that dog gets into that crate that very first time, the second time is 10 seconds, five, not even a struggle at all most of the time. They're 99.9% .9 better. There may, there may be a hesitation of like, no, I don't want to go in, I'm going to pull backwards. Oh no, I, I, that's not going to work anymore. And that is leadership. Getting your dog to do the hard stuff, especially, especially when they do not want to do the things. Now we have to, we have to balance that, of course, a, a little side note. We have to balance that with being fair and what fairness means to me, to me is a little different than everybody else probably, but Essentially, I'm not going to put my dog on the on the ground on a, in a down and then roll over their tail with a skateboard. Right? That's not fair. I want my dog to get up and flee. I want my dog, if harm's going to happen to them, to get up and flee. However, dogs have irrational fears that make no sense, and they weren't taught. They have a great home life. It, it just happens. Uh, a, a prime example is dogs who struggle in the car. They, they don't understand. And so using that leash and our big human brain that understands that the consequences of these actions aren't gonna harm our dog, we can use that leash to pull them through it and to get them through their struggle. And when you do that, you really, really see a dog gain a lot of confidence. And that's what we're looking for, a confident, independent dog who has better judgment, who isn't so irrationally afraid of the world. And that's how you get a dog who you can take everywhere because he's not afraid of manhole covers or loud noises anymore because you used that leash and guided him through those problems and showed him, hey, I know you're afraid, but I got you. I'm here with you. I'm not gonna let your fear override you. I'm not gonna let your, your uh, flight response take over and you run away from the world, we're gonna work through it because that's how you're gonna show a dog and desensitize a dog and build new associations to, to being and having positive, out, by having positive outcomes and through those positive outcomes over and over and over by having success, 
you're gonna build a dog's confidence and they're gonna go farther and more places and be included in your life more. And to me, that's the ultimate goal of having a dog is I wanna take them everywhere as, or you know, as, as many places as I possibly can and include them in my life as much as possible. And you can't do that if your dog's running away all the time or can't even walk over manhole cover or walk near a car or other people or dogs. And so using that leash, you can essentially drag them through it and sometimes not not literally i'm never going to literally drag a dog but sometimes mentally you got to get them over that hump and once they do it that's where the magic's at in fact those are the moments i look for as a trainer i look for where a dog is going to struggle so i can use that leash to lead them through it and that's exactly what i want all dog owners to do is use that leash teach them to yield the leash pressure and then take your dog and work through the hard stuff and get them better for the world so you can go together and experience it and have more freedom and fun together. So our leash is a great training tool. It helps prevent our dogs from running away or running towards problems or harm. It helps us in our training to connect the dots between our words like sit and the action of their butt hitting the ground. And it helps really just bridge that gap between our command and the action. And then it also helps guide our dog through the world when it is big and spooky and scary and help build that confidence both in themselves and also you as their owner and as their handler. It really helps build up their confidence. So if you're struggling with your dog and you need more guidance and help, I want you to go and visit yourhomeisnotazoo.com. That's yourhomeisnotazoo.com and download your free guide that absolutely uses the leash to help you have a better home life with your dog so your, so your life doesn't feel like a zoo all the time and, and you can get back to enjoying your dog instead of just living with a bad roommate.